Hey, we're a week and a half into our sales for our 2018 uh, videos for Coaching You, and I'm telling you, it is extraordinary. Make sure you go and order today, 2018.coachingyou.tv, $249 for 15 speakers, the best bargain in the business, streaming video, you own them forever. Make sure you order today. Hey, welcome to another Coaching You podcast with the coach, Brendan Sir, and today, uh, one of our former Coaching You faculty members, Don Showalter, the head of USA Basketball's coaching development program, and also the USA under 16, under 17 coach for the last 10 years. You talk about a guy that can really put teams together and also, you know, can win big games. How about if I told you, you coach a team that you only met a couple of weeks before, and you're 60 and 0 over 10 years. 60 and 0. This guy is doing it, and he's got players that, when you look at the roster, the guys he's had, they're all NBA players. Uh, fantastic coach, uh, loves the game, can teach the game, and the perfect person to be running our national program. I think you're really going to enjoy Coach Don Showalter after this break. I wanted to announce a new partnership between Coaching You and Inner Zone Sports. You know, for a long time, one of the intangibles by coaches and athletes is team chemistry. And it's a major factor all the time in whether a team has success or failure. When the folks from Inner Zone came to me at Coaching You and said, we can even help your team, I was all ears. And what we did is we took a quick assessment, two to four minutes each person, and we were stunned by what we found out about ourselves and our team. You owe it to yourself to find out what Interzone can do for your team. It's the simplest and fastest and most accurate software available to measure team chemistry. I highly recommend, without any reservation, the use of Interzone with your team, whether you are a middle school, high school, college, or professional team, to help take you to the next level. For further information, go to coachingyoulive.com slash inner zone that's i-n-n-e-r-z-o-n-e hey this is the coach brendan sir back with our uh, guest don showalter uh, don i don't know how to introduce you as the most successful coach in usa basketball history more than even coach k or just a little coach from iowa but <laughs> i know you'd probably prefer just a coach from iowa but uh I think I think the thing that is absolutely amazing to me uh, is that I was talking to our mutual friend Kevin Eastman, and the thing that Kevin uh, emphasized to me that was so funny was that when he was out at your training camp, the pressure that you we put jokingly on your assistants, like "Don't screw this up," because we're fifty-five and zero going into. He thought that was incredible, so. This experience of coaching the best players in in the country uh, every year, uh, how is that as a coach in your development and everything that you're trying to do? Well, that's a great question. You know, started in I've been involved with USA basketball since '98. I coached the Hoop Summit in 1998, and then uh, things evolved, and uh, they liked what I did. So when FIBA started the U16. And U17 
tournaments for young players and they asked me to coach it. So, um, you know, I was also coaching high school basketball at the time, which for the past two years, I, I, I have, have not been uh, coaching my own high school team, but, um, that, that was a, this, this was a great, uh, I mean, obviously it was, I'm very humbled and, and very honored to be, have been, uh, coach of the U16, U17 teams for the past 10 years. But, you know, just to work with those young players before they get to the NBA or before they get to college has been uh, has been kind of an eye-opener in a lot of ways, but also uh, understanding that they're, you know, they're just kids and they're just playing basketball. And, uh, you know, they're all just they're all just having a great time right now. Uh, for the most part, we've had great kids that have been very unselfish and and uh, really want to play for USA basketball. So, you know, you, you, all that in a mixed bag has is, is really been a pleasant experience. You know, I think one of the things that uh, <clears throat> impressed me, um, you know, uh, you know, when I, you know, first got to meet you several years ago uh, when you came and spoke at a couple of our Coaching You events was, um, you know, you know, I, I, ha- I have such reverence for high school coaches because, the one person that got me into coaching, my high school coach was UB Brown. Uh, so blessed. And uh, I know that, frankly, they're, some of them are the absolutely the best coaches in the world, are the high school coach. The hardest job is a yeah. high school coach. And, and, but what I was so blown away was here you had an opportunity to get, and no offense, I love Iowa, but yep. <laughs> these are better players than you're ever going to get to coach on your high school team in Iowa that you're getting. But what, yet you put them through all the fundamentals, but more importantly, the standards of how to build a team and what was important to the culture of a team. And therefore the results are so outstanding. Um, Was that something that you had done or was that a coach K or a combo? Well, I think it was a little bit of a combo. Um, When I first started putting teams together with USA basketball, I mean, we had some really great assistants, Mike Jones from DeMatha and sure. Herman Reed from Baltimore or, or some of my assistants, uh, Kevin Sutton, who's now at the college ranks. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think what we did is we really tried to make, and, and Coach K has said this many times, but you're playing for something that's a lot bigger than, you know, your high school team or your travel team or anything else. And I, I think uh, – he always used the term, they have to feel like they're playing for something really big. Mm-hmm. And so we, we always try to do that with our young players. Uh, they're, they're just not used to playing for their country. You know, we go, this past year we were in Argentina during the World Cup. And, uh, you know, when Argentina qualified for the next <laughs> round, it was, uh, I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. People were honking horns and going crazy on the street and, you know, waving flags. And, you know, our our kids don't see that kind of, uh, you know, uh, of, of, uh, country honor that, 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 that's available in other, other countries when, when they play for their country. So I think, you know, we try and get that across to them in different ways. And when they really feel like they're playing for USA, um, and we emphasize that on a daily basis, if not more that they, I think they grab a hold of that and, uh, really em- em- embellish what that means. Don, every day you give your players what you call mind candy. Explain that to our audience. Yep. Yeah, we, we, I think it's really important. I did this with my high school teams too. Uh, 
Uh, in fact, I go, sometimes I go back and coach my grandson's team who's 12 <laughs> years old and we, we do it with them too. Uh, but we always have a, a meeting before practice. I think that really sets the tone for practice. You know, that the kids come in with a million different uh, things on their mind. Uh, it might've been a girlfriend, might be parents, might be studies, whatever. So I think it's really uh, good to clear their mind out before practice starts and let them know that, you know, the next, we don't want you, we don't want you to think about basketball for the next 24 hours. We just want you to think about being a better player for the next two hours, mm-hmm. just give two hours. And, and so our meetings are uh, really important in that way. And our mind candy is just a saying, a phrase uh, that we give the players and they all have a notebook and they write that saying, uh, down in their notebook. And then we talk about, uh, then I say, uh, I always tell them to write down how that relates to our team. Um, you know, um, for instance, if we have a, uh, just off the top of my head, you know, if you have a mind candy, one of mind candies is there's three things about success. Uh, it doesn't happen by yourself. It takes time and it's very hard. And so they write that down in their notebook. And then they would say how that uh, relates to our team. Uh, write a couple sentences and then you know to to emphasize communication uh they would stand up and and uh read what they what they thought that how that they thought that would uh relate to our team so that's the mind candy part to it and you know it's not something that i think is uh uh, is is really uh unusual but i think it has been very much a part of how we develop our culture um not only with my high school team, but with, with our USA basketball team. And, and players still come back. Uh, you know, Jabari Parker, who played for us for two, two, two summers, still, you know, he still remembers some of that mind candy <laughs> that we talked about. And uh, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting, I think, what sticks with the players just from that, uh, just from what, for just from what we do in that. Well, you never know what's gonna, uh, you know, yep. grab a kid, you know, and you know, and, and I'm I'm a big believer as you know in the power of words and the way you talk to kids. And sometimes you might be the only coach they have, unfortunately, in their high school years. Uh, but of course, during the summer in AAU, that's going to challenge them. Yeah. Uh, that's going to confront them. Be yep. Demanding, but not demeaning of them. Right. You know, uh, and and then also it's the first time they've ever played with players that are maybe better than them on a yeah. team too. And that, uh, let's just go through this summer. Uh, talk about your team this summer because obviously uh, the things I read about them, they performed at an incredible level, huh? I tell you what, uh, you know, I've had uh, this is the fifth world U seventeen world championship team that I've coached. Um, and uh, I've coached five U16s. And just <clears throat> just a little bit for your listeners, the 16-year-olds, you qualify for 17. So okay. 16-year-olds are just the North and South America zone. And then we qualify for the world championships the next year. So we bring back most of the same kids for two years. And uh, then, then they develop and we go to the world championship. Well, this year was in Argentina. And, and we, you know, we've had some really – really good teams uh first one was brad beal and andre drummond and and quinn cook and michael gilchrist in 2010 uh all the way up through guys like jason tatum josh jackson jabari parker jalil okrafer but i'll tell you what this group was special in a lot of ways um first of all there's some players on that team that were not highly ranked um 
you know, we had Davion Harmon who, who's like 45th, I think ranked and, and, but he was certainly one of our better players. And I think we had some kids on that team that wanted to prove something. And, uh, so you, you get a little bit of that, uh, a little bit of that edge and then, uh, uh, very unselfish group, uh, tremendously unselfish group, uh, that we had this year. And, uh, a lot of that goes back to, I think, uh, really what our emphasis is with USA basketball. You know, you're, <clears throat> you're playing for something bigger than you are, and your only, your only goal is to get a gold medal. And uh, how you do that uh, is, is, is because of being unselfish. Um, the second thing is this group really bought into playing tremendous defense. We were, we were just, uh, I, I can't say enough about uh, how physically – talented these kids are but they brought it every day with defense we we applied defensive pressure in a full court like really i've never seen a high school apply defense and we just took teams right out of their game you know canada was uh they, they came in six and oh when they played us and um uh, Fr- france had uh, in the gold medal game they literally have three i think nba future nba guards that were throughout the tournament were really good and uh, our kids stepped up to the challenge and and said, you know what, they're not they're not as good as they think they are. And uh, we, we just for just from that, that that standpoint, I think this is probably <clears throat> one of the better teams that we've had. Was it, was it Canada or France that uh, maybe had a first quarter lead on you and you ended up winning by fifty? Yeah, Canada Canada's actually had us late in the first quarter by, by eight points, 28, 20, <clears throat> you know, and they knew it, that's a big rival for us. Um, and so, we, you know, and this is so, it's so much fun. So I would follow your games on Twitter uh, yep. to see how they were going. And like the little inner basketball Twitter world is saying, <laughs> Oh my God, Canada's up eight on these guys. And then at the end, they, uh, we beat Canada by 50. <laughs> like, yeah, I oh, know. It was really funny to see it and was, stuff. Yeah. But defense is an amazing thing, and you know it, it travels. It, it travels with you, no matter where you go, right? And yeah. if you're a good defensive team, you know offense. You know you play on funny baskets in Argentina or yeah. Ecuador. Or you don't know or France, and, and that thing might not just go, or you might have bad ball. But if you can play D at any level, it's an amazing thing. And and I and I often wonder. You know, people say, well, you know, if I had better players, well, you know, I've seen guys with better players, and I am amazed that uh, the best teams in the world usually have great defensive players, and it's so neat that your emphasis is defense because then it makes your offense easy, right? It, no question. I mean, you, you've you certainly been around basketball uh, a long time, as I have, but, you you know, the best, the best teams you have uh, is your defense – uh, starts your offense mm-hmm. and uh you know we emphasize that all the time and really you know we're not we're not very complicated in our offensive what we do offense we run some uh pick and roll stuff side pick and roll and uh but we we really want to uh have our defense start our offense and uh amazingly how uh the kids uh you know bought into that and you know as you know brennan defense is is really a team game i mean you have right. to trust your teammates to the utmost in playing especially full court pressure defense and uh, you know we mix it up with some zone full court man-to-man full court but if you don't have that trust of your teammates to cover up and 
and do some things well, you're, you're probably not going to have the, <clears throat> the amount of good pressure defense you'd like to play. So these kids, I mean, trust was huge for us, and they just showed it every game out. Hey, let's take a second to tell you about one of our partners, Dr. Dish. Dr. Dish basketball shooting machines are the most high-tech and durable basketball shooting machines on the market today. Each shooting machine was designed specifically for high-repetition training to allow players to improve through technology. Dr. Dish offers game-like training to give hundreds of shooting reps in just minutes and to provide powerful analytics to help players improve their game. Dr. Dish has also introduced Skill Builder, which is the first of its kind of basketball shooting industry that enables coaches and players to stay connected, design and upload training exercises that combine shooting, conditioning, and ball handling into one complete workout, and instantly receive feedback on their workout, allowing for real-time adjustments and improved performance. It is without question the most innovative basketball training machine on the market. It's been the official shooting machine of Coaching You for the last two years. To learn more about Dr. Dish, log on to drdishbasketball.com or follow them on Twitter at drdishbball. You know, Don, when, uh, you know, I loved it when you came to Coaching You, and I hope I'm not putting you on the spot here, but I love when you, uh, you know, talked about something that uh, I believe in. Coach K is masterful and wrote a book on it. Uh, but I know you believe in it inside out as standards and yep. uh, standards really versus rules. I, I hate to say it, but that's it's almost the argument, I think. And, and, and talk to me about the standards that you and Coach K have with USA Basketball. And now, obviously, Popovich, you know, I'm sure Pop's got his own deal. But uh, but it, it, you know, how that's really become part of your program. And I think that's one of the intriguing things why kids want to play for you, because kids want this. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you raise a good point that, that standards o- over rules are, are something that we emphasize. Rules are kind of like, you know, kids look at rules like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> uh, it's it, you know it's something that maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't because it's just a rule. Uh, but when you set a standard up, that, that takes uh, – standards are, are something a little a little higher level than rules are. It puts a little more – emphasis on what as a player you you try to attain and uh, I always say you know standards are something that uh, and I think coach K said this too but standards are something you you really try to hold yourself to mm-hmm. you know what what standards do you have are you, is your you know trust and caring and those are standards and then uh, when you have team standards is really when you have a special team because that's when you're holding each other accountable for those standards and uh, I know I know Coach K came out with 15 standards um, originally when he yep. coached Dixon. We 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 kind of tweaked those a little bit for our young kids. Uh, I tweaked them for my high school age kids as well. But you know, it's not something that we cover the first practice and then just kind of throw away. We 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 have emphasized standards constantly during uh, really before every practice. Uh, I'll give you a great example for with our USA team this year. Uh, we have a sheet, uh, we have a laminated sheet made up of our 15 standards. And, you know, before the, we've practiced before the gold medal game. Uh, and, and, you know, we looked at those standards and we, we said to each other, we, we said, all right, what, what, what are these, which one of these standards 
are we really good at? And, you know, kids came up with, you know, we think we have really good trust. We really care about each other. Our defense is a high standard. And then we said, all right, which, which of these standards do we really need to maybe take a look at that we can get better at? And so then we, we, we talk about uh, maybe communication is, is a high standard for us that we can get better at that. So, so the, the standards are, are something that you, that you really look at on a daily basis because that's, that's what your team is all about. That's how you develop a great unselfish attitude. That's how you develop a team that has a big trust in each other. So, uh, again, standards are not something that you just give the kids and then the first day and don't don't refer to them after that so if you could share with us give us an example of uh 10 12 of the standards that you had for you know any of your teams let's say or mike's teams let's say whatever you feel comfortable with yeah well i think uh you know some of the really high standards that we have are or first of all is, is i think the most important one uh for us is trust mm-hmm we have to have a high high level of trust to, for each other, and when I say trust, it's it's trust, you know, both uh, on and off the court. I think it's trust with that each other that we're going that we can uh, have each other's uh, back when things don't go quite right. Uh, so I think, and and then also trust between the uh, players and the coaches. Uh, so you get, I think that's probably our number one standard is is to develop that level of trust uh, with each other. And then, uh, you know, things like uh, caring, you know, we care for, care for each other. We have each other's back uh, is really important. Um, uh, first, the very first one is no excuses. And this, this kind of came about, uh, I had, I had the fortune of sitting in many of the meetings with coach K and uh, this kind of came about because of, uh, uh, LeBron James said, you know, he said, I always wanted to play with the best players in the world. And, uh, he said, now I look around, I have Carmelo Anthony and, and Chris Paul and, and all these guys around me. He says, now really there's no excuses. And so, uh, coach K said, that's, he said, that'd be a, a great first, uh, a great, a great first, first uh, standard that we're, that we're looking at. So, um, that's how some came about. You know, we also have uh, things like, you know, uh, uh, defense. You know, we, we say we have to be the best defensive player in the, in the world, team in the world. Uh, pride is a big factor for us. We're playing for the best, you know, best country. We always tell the kids, you know, we're playing, we're playing for the country that invented the game of basketball. It was invented in the United States. <laughs> so we, we should be we should be at the top of our of our game every time. Um, so those are some of the things that we emphasize with our with our standards. I, I love those, and uh, you know, <clears throat> I remember uh, we had uh, some similar ones both with the Pistons and then with the Dream Team, but yep. they weren't of that level. Uh, but I, I, I think uh, you know, I remember when uh, when Chuck Daly got the group together in uh, San Diego in La Jolla. We're in a meeting room with, you know, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, all those guys. And there's tw- yeah. only, t- you know, we had no, we had no tryouts back then. They right. just selected a team and we had 11 players and Christian Leitner, the college guy. And uh, so we didn't, you know, we didn't even have 12 pros and, and, 
and a couple of the guys were kind of hurt, so they really weren't at the top of their game. So it was not the the great system we have now in USA basketball. And I remember Chuck uh, his his simple message. We had he had been selected to coach a year and a half ahead of time, and as I was traveling the league, playing our games, I kept saying, Chuck, hey, what are we going to say at that first meeting? Tell me what we're going to, what's our, what's our strategy? I don't know. I'll figure it out. He was always a guy of few words. <laughs> yeah. And I like, and so like, I am waiting a year and a half. We finally go into me. He still hasn't told me what he's going to say. He's got Lenny Wilkins. He's got PJ and he's got coach K as the assistants. And, and they don't have no idea what he's going to say. And he, and he says, uh, he says, guys, uh, uh, if we don't win the gold medal, we can't come back in the country. <laughs> and I said, "Wow, that's pretty." That was yeah. Chuck. That was direct. And then, this, yeah. and then the second thing he said to them was, uh, uh, "You know, so you can't worry about playing time. Every one of you got the game's only forty minutes over there. You're all used to playing thirty-eight minutes. Can't worry about playing time. Can't worry about how many shots you're going to get." Yeah. Okay. So he kind of established that standard, and then the last one, and I'm like, wait, now here, this is a year and a half of planning, Don. And he says, uh, you got to be on time. And yeah. I'm like, be on time. That's that's what you came up with after a year and a half. <laughs> and, and and I'm looking at him, and I'm like feeling oh so disappointed. And and all of a sudden he turns to Michael, and he says, Michael, he says, if you're not on time, that means that you don't respect magic and the magic if you're not on time that means you don't respect parkley and he goes right through all 12 yeah and i said that might be the best lesson i've ever heard about getting respect of their peers yeah so yeah so the next morning when we our bus is going over to you know university of california san diego for practice best is going to leave at 10 i go down just to make sure the thing's parked outside and here here at 9 15 in the morning there's one player on the bus at nine fifteen, we're not leaving till ten. It's Michael Jordan. Really, it was over. It was over from then on. Yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, you know he got it, and then he and he led accordingly. And and so standard. It wasn't now. If the rule was, you know, if you don't aren't there at ten, we're leaving without you, or we're gonna fine you. Right, that, that ain't working. No. Yeah. So I, I love that stuff. What's been the biggest challenge of coaching great players, whether it be you coaching a McDonald's, you know, team as you have, or yeah. what, what's the biggest challenge that when you do that, in your opinion? Yeah. You know, I get that, I get that question asked a lot. And I think the biggest challenge is putting uh, really a team together in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, just not only from uh, the, you know, the, the X's and O's and the defense, you know, we, we press all the time, so we have different presses, and we made it really simple uh, for the kids to 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 master uh, being a good pressing team. But I think uh, you know, I think just developing the uh, the unselfish attitude that is needed, uh, the you know the, the fact that they have to be playing for each other because they're not used. To, those kids are never used to. They're not used to coming off the bench. <laughs> You know they're not used to they're not used to passing the ball because on their high school and travel teams if they a lot of them if they don't score you know their team's not going to win right so they have pretty carte blanche to shoot the ball whenever they want to um, you know the communication I think is really was really an emphasis for us because a lot of these 
a lot of the really good players, I don't think, really have to communicate at a high level with anybody else because they are they are the guy. They are the person who who has to do everything. So that those are challenges uh, that, mm-hmm. that really have to. Uh, we sit down as a staff and and decide how we're going to how we're going to get this. I think you 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 made a great statement when you said uh, be on time, but that's that's part of respect. And uh, you know we emphasize respect from the fan. And we're, you know we know we're going to beat some teams by 40, 50, 60 points in the early rounds. And and we always say that how do you respect your opponent? Well, you respect your opponent by playing hard, no matter what the score is. Okay. Good so call. If we're playing Egypt and we're up by. 30 or 40 our, our kids still respect them by playing by playing very hard and, and uh, so those are just I think those are some challenges that we have and and you know I'll get a, a great example is uh, Colin Sexton who was uh, who's the what eighth draft pick by the right. uh, Cleveland. by the Cleveland Cavaliers here in, in Cleveland um, he didn't even start for us he came off the bench wow yeah, and you know he was very, you know, he was whatever it takes, coach. Uh, I'll do whatever. Well, I'll do whatever we need to win a gold medal. So, <laughs> those are those are really great examples of of how your how the kids buy into what we're doing, and uh, it doesn't happen overnight, and that's a big challenge. Uh, so, Talk and, and and that's the thing, you know, people, you know, people that don't know, just say, well, if I had those guys, I'd win yeah. every game too, and that's a bunch of bullshit. Okay, yeah. uh, you know, and so yeah. now. You know, talk about the selection process. It's not like you just say, okay, let's have 12 kids show up here and that's our team. Right. Talk about that process that you have to compete to make the team, first of all. And I think that's a key thing why your team's also good. Yeah, I, you, you raise another great point, Brennan. That, uh, well, um, two guys who are, are junior, uh, junior directors for USA Basketball, BJ, BJ Johnson, was until he took a job with uh, as an, a scout with the Nets, and then Samson Coyote took over his spot. But uh, the, the those guys plus myself, we, we actually go see every player we invite. We don't we don't you know take uh, scouts. Uh, you know, there's many scouting services, and they all want to push their kids, and sure. whatever. But you know, we'll take their uh, we'll take their information, but we'll actually go see a player play. At some no point. kidding, huh? Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll invite about 35, uh, 30, 35, 40 kids in uh, initially as a U16 player. These are players that are going to be, most of them are going to be sophomores, some okay. some friends. Um, and then our training camp, uh, uh, we have two practices a day, uh, two and a half, three hours of practice. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a grueling type of training camp. And then after... After six practices, we cut that down to 18 players. Um, and then at, uh, after 18 players, we cut it down to uh, to our 12. And, and I think what, what makes that so special is the fact that you have guys there that are obviously elite players. Uh, they're going to play in the NBA someday. Example, One example would be like Kyle Anderson, who never made our team after two years, but he's obviously doing very well in the in the NBA Uh but you know you have those guys that are at that level, and and to have them have them uh, not make a team is is sometimes uh, they have to really look at themselves really hard. Um, last great example is Justice Winslow. Uh, 
everybody knows plays for the Heat and had a great career one year at Duke. But he came as a U16 player, and, and he actually didn't even he didn't make our final 18. Uh, we sent him home. We just we didn't think he was good enough. And uh, I use this example all the time with camps that I talk to. You know, he didn't he didn't blame anybody. Uh, there was no excuses on his part, which is really a high standard for us. But he just went home. He said, "I got to work harder," and he came back the next year and made our team and was all tournament team. So, uh, yeah, those are those are great stories that uh, you know kids I think need to hear. You know, I, I think here's the other thing: uh, if you're a college coach, and hey, I, I've been one for 13 years. I'm not anymore, so I can say this. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, uh, yeah. but. I think as a college coach, we kiss their ass to get them to come to our school. I don't care who they are, okay? Yep. And, you know, and everyone's got their own spiel of why they should come there, okay? Cal and Kay got their thing, Roy Williams and Self. They, they're all, and they're all right. And, sure. but then the, then the way you're going to lead them is a different deal. You got all their guys, players that they want, you got them all on one team. And the yep. beauty is you didn't recruit any of them. Basically, you selected them because they had to try out to make your squad. You are in a more advantageous spot, and they can't transfer from you. <laughs> you can You're send right. your ass home, but you, you, you're not transferring. And so I think it's – I think you're the closest thing to an NBA team because in the NBA you're drafting them, and now they're under your thing, and you know, and and I think it's a, it's a much purer system, if you know what I mean, as far as being able to really coach. Yeah, no, no question. Uh, you know, we we always say that you know we're we're very uh, we're we're very honest with the kids. We tell them, you know. That they they need to find somebody in their lives that's going to tell them the truth. <laughs> that's uh, a great word, truth. And uh, you know we do we we tell them the truth. I mean when when we when we cut an individual player, we we have them in for a one on one conference and tell them exactly why they got cut, whether or not whether whether why we didn't keep them. Uh, so that's great, uh, by the way. Yeah. So they have so they have some some information about you know what I still have to get better, but you know all they hear from from their high school coach and travel team coach for the most part is how good they are and you know how they're going to be in the end the next great gift to the nba and uh and that's what they hear from their parents and people that surround them and i say you you really don't know the truth many times and so i said we're, we're going to tell you the truth so we have you know film sessions with them and we have one-on-one sessions with them and, and so uh, we really emphasize that that's a huge thing for us because we don't. We feel that maybe we're the only place that they actually get that information. Yeah, yeah. And again, you don't have to worry about they're not going to come to your school. No, and, you know, or stuff like that. You know, or or a parent making deciding. You know why you know they're going to come to you. No, they've already made the decision. They came with a passport. Yeah, they're ready to go. You know. Fast Model Sports is the world's most versatile basketball coaching software to help power your preparation. Fast Model has developed the industry's best coaching software, including the number one play diagramming and playbook software, FastDraw. 
FastDraw bridges the gap between whiteboarding and the digital world with an incredibly easy to use interface that can be used on both your computer and your iPad, providing maximum portability for your own personal play and drill database. Doesn't stop there. Along with FastDraw, they have other great programs such as FastScout, which I have used, which helps coaches create clean professional sky reports customized for your team. FastModel is trusted and used by every NBA team and WNBA team and 85% of Division I college teams and over 8,000 high school and youth teams from over 75 countries around the world. In addition to a great product, they also provide basketball coaching resources through their blog and play bank, which features over 5,000 free plays and drills for their online coaching community. For access to these plays and more information, visit FastModelSports.com or follow them on Twitter at FastModel. Talk about, and this is a fascinating thing for me, in the fall, if I'm not mistaken, around October or so, you have another training camp for young players, correct? Yeah. That's a, that's a fabulous concept, I think. That's really, uh, and that has helped us so much over the years. Um, and, and this year, Brennan, it's going to be uh, a little different with the uh, with what we're doing is we're, we're going to invite uh, 20 of the top, basically 20 to 25 of the top players in each class, freshmen, wow. sophomores, juniors, and seniors, uh, to Colorado Springs for training camps, uh, three-day, six-practice six training camp. Uh, so we're, we're expanding a little bit. Previously, we just invited um, – uh, kids that are eligible for our hoop summit, which would be which would be seniors, and then our incoming class, which would be either U sixteen or U seventeen. But this year we're expanding that to invite uh, eighty to eighty five of the top uh, players in the country, and it's going to be a you know fabulous event because we're going to get all the really good kids there, and it's going to be. Are you going to have that out in the springs also, or? Yes, yeah, yeah it's going to be in Colorado Springs. It's the first weekend in October. Uh, it's over uh, Columbus Day. That's phenomenal. So the kids won't, uh, most kids have, have that day off in school. Well, I think this is what USA basketball is. You know, they have great leadership, as you know, Thule yep. and, you yeah. know, and, 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 and my, and, and they, I'll tell you what, they, and, and, and with Sean and those guys. And, you know, they, they've, they've really restructured that to really, you know, after our 04 Olympics fiasco, I think they really made all the changes and, they, you know, this is your feeder system, right? You know, the things that you're doing right now. This is why the team should be so elite later on, I think. Yeah. And, and it's just an incredible program. Now, talk. tell me this. You, you have, you, you know, you, when you're a high school coach, you love coaching. So for 42 years, you, you know, you just did it. You have the best camp in the country in Snow Valley, uh, which has been for your life, you know, just something that you love and fundamentals. So you're yep. a teacher and a coach for forever, but talk about the opportunity they gave you two years ago to come out and head up USA's program to really develop coaching and their programs on a full-time basis. Yeah, that, that you know that was a big uh, decision for me. I think in a lot of ways, uh, just both from the you know family standpoint sure. and. and uh, you know, giving up high school coaching because obviously I love that. And we actually had talked about that uh, several years before I actually made that commitment. But uh, you, you mentioned uh, Jim Tooley, who's our CEO. Uh, unbelievable. Yep. 
guy who just has tremendous vision for what we need to do. And then, you know, there's nobody, absolutely nobody better than Sean Ford in working with our senior national team. So, you know, those guys, uh, they, the nice thing about them is they let you do your job. And uh, Jay Demings was hired for a youth division director. And so I come under the, under the, I'm kind of a little bit with the national team and some with our youth division because I am the coach, coach development director. So a lot of my, a lot of my, uh, travels deal with teaching coaches how to coach mm-hmm. youth players. And uh, after 42 years of high school basketball, you know, there, uh, and I had, uh, you know, I, I've had opportunities to, to go different places and just really felt the high school was my niche. And I love that, uh, that age group. And so <clears throat> two years ago when they, uh, we talked about it and my wife and I really discussed it and, I uh, thought it, the timing was really good for us uh, from from both a professional and from a family standpoint. And, um, we decided to move to Colorado and love Colorado Springs and still have our house in Iowa City. But uh, that was a big move for us. You know, you're not uh, after being in one place for as long as we have. Uh, it was a big move for for both of us, but yeah, no, I, yeah. I, you know, everyone wants change until you have to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, you're a coach of coaches, and and that's what I love about you. And also, I think you know when you when you get to coach one team, and it doesn't matter if you're Brad Stevens coaching the Celtics or or you know or Steve Kerr, who are two just great ones, uh, or Coach K, you got one group. But when you're coaching the whole country like you're doing, you have a chance to impact thousands. And that is a blessing. It's like having a big church. And, yep. and, I, and I think that, it, and that, and that's what you've been called to do at this time. Yep. And, you know, winning, and I, I'm not trying to, winning 20 more games of high school basketball is fantastic, but it's not going to help your main purpose of doing the work that needs to be done uh, basketball-wise in our country. And so I think yep. it's just fabulous that you're doing this and, and yep. needed, and you're the right guy for it. Well, I appreciate that uh, a lot because, uh, you know, sometimes you wonder. <laughs> yeah, no, and and, 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 it's, and it's lonely out there at times, you yeah. know. You know, you even you miss the parents that are even busting your ass, not playing their kid. You know, saying no one's complaining. Every yeah. I, I haven't lost a game. These every clinic's great. Coaches say they love it. You know, the kids were certifying. You know, everything's good, and and that's that ain't all bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, now, now my last question for you, and and one that I I envy you because you're so good on Twitter. And you're so good, you share. And I think you probably know where I'm going. As you travel our great country and sometimes the world, you have a habit, my friend, of putting out on Twitter the great <laughs> meals that you have. And so I, being a kid from Jersey, when I see you at Peter Luger's having the biggest steak in the world, pisses me off some nights as I'm sitting there with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So where has your love affair with steaks come in? You know, I, I think, I mean, growing up, I grew up on a farm in Iowa, uh-huh. and, and we just had great meat growing up, and uh-huh. my dad was a big steak eater, and I just, you know, I kind of grew up with it, and uh, I mean, I, I love steak. I just, I, I love I love steak, and so 
Uh, kind of my deal is, is, as you mentioned, when I travel around the world, I always try and find some of the best steakhouses and best steaks that uh, that I can find. And I'll tell you what, Argentina is at the top of the list. Oh, have, I have uh, been there years ago, oh. and it, it's as good as it gets. Oh. Now, Besides well, having the widest boulevards in the world in, in, yes, in exactly. Buenos Aires, they also have fabulous steak, you know, and, and I, I just laugh when I, but <laughs> I, I mean, but I, I, you know, Chuck Daly would have loved you to death because uh, he would have loved you on Twitter because he, he would have loved the restaurants you go to, whether it be uh, Gibson's <laughs> in Chicago or yep. so many of the places that he loved and stuff. And, uh, and, and, and I appreciate you sharing. If people people want to follow you on Twitter, Don, uh, give them, please, your, your handle there, okay? Yeah, just, uh, at, at dshow23 uh, is my handle, and uh, it's, it's I have fun. I, I, I do have fun on Twitter. Uh, I, I put a lot of mind candies. Yes, uh, and I love that. And, 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 uh, and if they want to also see what you guys are doing in USA Basketball, share the website with them. Yeah, it's, it's usab.com. Very simple. Um and we have all our events on there, all our about our academies and our uh, uh, regional camps. I'm going to be in New York City for a regional camp August uh, 18, 19, 20, which is just open to every all kids, not elite camps at all, but they're open from ages uh, 10 through 16. It's a Christ the King. I just got done with one in Richmond, Virginia here last weekend uh, with that in our academies. So USAB.com will give you uh, – very, very, uh, a very good overview of what our what USA basketball is doing. Well, I, I, Don, I appreciate you and your incredibly busy schedule. You know, taking time out of, as you're going from Cleveland to DC uh, to share your summer with us. And uh, uh, folks, he's a two-time faculty member of coaching you, and will be back with us next summer. And uh, I just love to talk basketball with you and talk life in, in general. And uh, maybe we can even get a meal together soon. But uh, uh, Don, I, mean, I, for that. I appreciate it so much. And thanks so much. And safe travels, my friend. Hey, awesome, Brendan. I pretty appreciate you. Uh, I mean, you're a basketball guy. You have been forever. And uh, uh, you, do it, you do things the right way. And I really appreciate that. Incredible. Thank you, Don. And uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, is so exciting, so neat to see is having him speak for us a couple of times uh, a few years ago and just to watch him so closely each year uh, that's the type of coaches that we're getting but you know this year at our 2018 event in Vegas our VIP experience uh, I think you'll see on the videos that we have out right now the incredible quality and level of coaching that we have so make sure you you go on to 2018 coachingyou.tv to order your videos. Incredible price right now for the 15 speakers uh, for $249. This is going to be a very limited time offer, so make sure you order. Please don't call me up in a few weeks and say, yeah, but coach, it was cheaper then. I know it. That's why I'm telling you. Make sure you order them right now. 2018.coachingyou.tv for your videos for 249. Till next week, this is the coach.